It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. All right, so the dealio is here that we boot through a week of music history in less than 10 minutes. And this week we're looking at the week of November 6th until 10th. In the real world, just this week, the Beatles gave us their last ever record. A technical breakthrough allowed this to happen. A previously swamped John Lennon vocal with bleed-through piano cleaned up with thanks to computers and now given to the world. But it was this week that the Beatles played Ireland for the first and only time in 1963. So surprised. We we look surprised every day. We look off our heads, wouldn't we? ACDC drummer should be named Phil Rude and not Phil Rudd. Get job. Is that an appropriate way? And Randy Bachman of BTO is as surprised as we are with this release. Believe me, this would be a career song. And I said, what does that mean? He said, you'll be singing it every day of your life. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. In 1964, this week on November 6th, while in the UK for the first time officially as the Beach Boys, they appeared on TV on Ready, Steady, Go on the ITV. Out on the west coast of America, a new sound was born, the surfing sound. It was a tremendous rage over there, and it's been quite a big success here too. The boys who invented it are making their first television appearance in Britain on Ready, Steady, Go. Here they are with their big hit number, I Get Around, the Beach Boys. Should have been Eagle Glenn Frey's birthday this week, but he was taken a few years back. Here he is talking about his musical heroes. We were in our big Steely Dan fans. Mm-hmm. We were always quite amazed that Steely Dan was so brave lyrically. They got the Steely Dan t-shirts. You know, they had lines in their songs that we would sort of looked at ourselves and says, whoa, would we have put that in one of our songs? What was the line, they stab it with their stealing eyes, they just can't kill the beast? Was that a tip of the cap to Steely Dan? As they had said uh, in a song of theirs called Tell Me Everything You Did, uh, they had a line uh, where the guy was arguing with his girlfriend and the line was, turn up the eagles, the neighbors are listening. That's how, so they sent a little message to us and yeah, we give them a little tip of the tam. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. November 7th, 60 years ago, 1963, the Beatles come to town for two sold out shows at what was the Adelphi Cinema, now the Arnott's Car Park. It all went a bit mental because there was two shows, a matinee and a night show. And the heads leaving the matinee show got into a scrap with the ones coming into the night show. Uh, It all got a little bit nasty on Abbey Street. The place was a bit wrecked, actually. But the Beatles, happy to be in town. Oh, we are surprised. We're just sort of so surprised. And it 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 doesn't register. every day. (laughs) We we look off our heads, wouldn't we? If there's anything I can do, just call on me and I'll send it along. I mentioned that it's 60 years ago this week the Beatles played the Adelphi, which is now Arnott's car park. Well, there's a blue plaque up there now, as former Dublin Lord Mayor Niall Ring explains. And it was Paddy Murray, the uh, Sunday Press journalist, who uh, approached Dublin City Council about putting a plaque up, because obviously the old Adelphi's gone, like an awful lot of the old cinemas around town. And it was just seems before major development takes place around there, we just want to make sure that there's something up to commemorate uh, that event because 
as you know, it was their debut album. Uh, it was just after their debut album and Beatlemania had basically taken over. In 2014 this week, the drummer of ACDC, Phil Rudd, had a charge of attempting to arrange a murder dropped in New Zealand. But he was still facing charges of drugs possession and making threats to kill. And the way out of court, not a very nice man. The judge has made his decision. We're looking at all options. Let's keep going to the car. Excuse me, have a wait. Um, get a job. Uh, is that an appropriate way? Get a job. Don't seem to have learned much. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. It all seems so simple now. In 1952, the first ever UK pop chart was published by the New Musical Express, or NME. What did they do? Well, they asked staff at 53 record stores around the UK to tell them what records were selling. Therefore, it allowed them build a chart. The first ever number one in the UK officially was by a fella called Al Martino. And this is Here In My Heart. Here in my heart I just very different. 1971, Led Zeppelin gave us their fourth album, Led Zeppelin 4, or the untitled one. This is Jimmy Page. The idea of Stairway was to have uh, a, a, a piece of music, a composition, whereby it would just keep unfolding into more more layers. 2009 this week, former Smiths frontman Morrissey stopped a gig halfway through his second song after being hit by a beer bottle. They would be forever. After 1966 and November 9th, John Lennon meets Yoko Ono for the very first time. She was holding an art exhibition called Unfinished Paintings and Objects in London. He visited. She was having a show at this gallery. And I knew the fellow that ran it, so it wasn't... It's a bit embarrassing being a Beatle anyway, going into a shop, never mind going into a gallery, because they either all leap on you thinking, you know, he's another mug, you know, like a Texan, he'll buy anything. (laughs) And I had a bit of a hang-up about art too, having been to art school, and she didn't know who I was, and was saying, do do you like to hammer a nail in? It's five shillings. (laughs) So I said, uh, I didn't have any money either, so I said, I'll hammer an imaginary nail in and give you an imaginary five shilling. And she agreed with that, she accepted that. (laughs) On the same basis as we accept her work, you know. I'd accepted her work, and that was, that was how we met, actually. <laughs> 1974, Backman Turner Overdrive were number one on the singles chart with the song You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The whole thing started as a joke. The record company liked it so much, it came out, though. Charlie Thatch took it out and heard it. He was the head of the label, and he said, This is magic. I haven't heard anything like this on the radio. You must put it on the album. I said, you're nuts. The guitars aren't even in tune. I'm stammering and doing bad Van Morrison, Morrison impressions. I don't know what I'm doing. I, this isn't even a song. I haven't even written it. I'm just bl- blurting out lyrics. And he said, no, it's charming. I I discovered Maggie May for Rod Stewart, and that shouldn't have been a single because it was like seven and a half minutes long. Believe me, this would be a career song. And I said, what does that mean? He said, 
Do we sing it every day of your life? A year gone already, Gary Roberts of Boomtown Rats died in 2022 at the age of 75. This is Bob Geldof. He was our friend. We were all sort of knew each other very well from the age of 15. He lived about 200 yards down the road. Simon the drummer knew him since he was 10 and was in a band since he was 10. Mm. So pretty close, but he was, he was a difficult man. Um, he was what's it filled with this sort of inchoate rage, you know, troubled sort of guy, but that powered that vulgar guitar, as one critic called it. And you may never have heard of him, but he is the most recorded guitarist in history. His name is Tommy Tedesco, and he was a session player. He died this week in 1997. He played on so much stuff, it's impossible to name it all. The chances are you didn't know his name but it's likely you sang and hummed along with his music. Fame studio guitarist Tommy Tedesco has died. I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. Tommy Tedesco was arguably the king of Los Angeles session guitarists. You probably never heard his name or heard him speak, but listen, he is someone you've heard before. He was featured in the theme to Bonanza in Batman. Here's the irony. You spend your whole life playing guitar, creating guitar licks that people all around the world recognize, but nobody knows your name until you're dead. And then, even in the end, they misspell your name and call you Tony Tedesco instead of Tommy. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. And that is a look at This Week in Music History, taking a look and a flick through the week of November 6th until November 10th. Thanks a lot for listening. See you next time, which will be next week. Be good now. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes.